Magnificent Yusundo and his band Super Etoile de Dakar performing at the National Stadium in Dakar, Senegal in the early 1990s. And what a show that was! On the same stage that night were Baba Mao, Ishmaelo, Dudu Njairoz and Peter Gabriel. Hello, I'm Shiji Awoyinka with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Our celebration of 30 years on public radio continues with a special edition, Live in the 90s. Over three decades, listeners have traveled with Georges Colonnet all over the African planet, visiting over 45 countries. On today's program, we'll feature live recordings made along the way in artist homes, rehearsal halls, nightclubs, and concert stages. Most of today's music was recorded in the 1990s, a time when African music was just breaking onto the American scene. To start, let's stay with Senegal and the phenomenal Chion Sek, recorded at Club Sahel in downtown Dakar.
That's my man, John Seck and his band, Amdan, playing their Balach Pure et Dur, Balach Pure and Tough, featuring three incredible, and I mean it, Sabar drum players, front and center. That's the sound of Dakar, every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night at Club Sahel. And before John Seck, Yusundur, performing at the National Stadium as dawn was breaking. We are digging into our Afropop archive of field recordings to celebrate some of our favorite places in Africa and the Americas. From Senegal, we go to neighboring Mali, to the capital, Bamako, where guitar maestro Jelimadi Tunkara and his younger brother Solo are working out an arrangement for the rail band. Jelimadi and Solo are sitting outside their compound one starry night. Friends come by to chat. Malian guitar maestro Jelimadi Tunkara on the street outside his Bamako Mali home. I'm Shijiawe Inka, in for Georges Colonnais on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International, celebrating 30 years on public radio. From a dusty Bamako neighborhood to a club tucked away in the woods outside town, we drop in on Bamako bluesman Lobi Traore and his band. Lobi died in 2010, but back in 1995, he was in his prime. Oh, 
Rock and Sound, the late great Lobi Traore. Shija Winka with you. And right now I'm going to call Afropop creator Sean Balo to the mic. Sean is the man who had the vision and pulled the forces together to make the program happen back in 1988. Well, hello, Sean. Hello, Shiji. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for filling in for George. You're really doing a great job. We appreciate it. First off, you know, I, when you say I'm the creator, that's true, but <laughs> a lot of people um, devoted a lot of talent to this whole show. And I want to thank, of course, the one and only Georges Colinet mm-hmm. and Banning Air and Ned Sublet, two of our main producers back in the early years, and Michael Jones, our chief audio engineer, just to name a few. Okay, well, so tell me, what was it exactly that drew you to African music in the first place? Well, I kind of got lucky. There was a traditional West African drumming and dance department where I went to school. And it was led by Abraham Zenya, a master drummer, and Freeman Donker, a master dancer, both from Ghana. So I kind of got grounded in the tradition early on. Mm. And then my mind was blown back in 1983 when I saw King Saniade. Hmm. I'm sure you the have. Maestro. Yes, the maestro. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, what, four guitars and, you know, five singers and dancers and talking drums. Talking and... drums, heavy duty percussion. And this is the first time I'd ever seen a, um, an African big band. And mm. I just so blown away and fell in love with it. So from there, my course was set, I think. And then let's see, um, I guess the direct experience uh, I had uh, the first time that really drew me was going to Ghana, Cameroon, and uh, Congo. Mm. Now, apologies to Ghana and Cameroon, I'll talk about Congo. <laughs> because, uh, my God, the musical life of that city, Kinshasa, Hmm. was so fun. You know, you'd get out the door at, say, midnight, right. and you'd have, what, which of these six or seven really super cool top bands will I see tonight? Well, actually, you hop around, and wow. uh, they said, Jusqu'à l'aube, up until dawn. Wow. And so the, that was just really thrilling to see that, that musical life. And, uh, and then, I just uh, by chance, I bumped into Le Grand Maître Franco, uh, the you know, composer, Okugi, yes, they called the Balzac of, of Africa. Um, and um, anyway, so I bumped into him at, at a bar, and I had interviewed him um, a few days earlier, and we had you know a good interview. But this time, he really wanted to talk in a different way. He kind of leaned into me, and said, you know, we Zaireans, we know Aretha Franklin, James Brown, and. Otis Redding. <laughs> but you Americans, you don't know anything about our music. Wow. Why? And it was just a kind of a cry from his heart, I felt. Mm. And it kind of really hit me in the chest. And I took that as sort of a, as a mission, you know, that this is what I wanted to do with my life. So Franco really has a lot to do with it. Beautiful. So tell me, um, hit us with a memory from those early days, um, a moment or an encounter you just can't forget. Wow. I have to pick one, huh? Well, oh, yeah, uh, if you can. Staying in Congo, uh, I remember um, New Year's Eve 1987, mm-hmm. and we took the boat from Kinshasa all the way across the big, muddy Congo River to uh, Congo Brazzaville. <laughs> and we saw the Zouk supergroup Kassav, and uh, they're performing at a stadium for some 10,000 ecstatic fans. And then we went to a club along the banks of the Congo River to see the legendary Les Bantu de la Capitale. Hmm. Kicking it out, a classic rumba for, let's say, a mature audience. And uh, <laughs> they were really stylish dancers. They were really, you know, everything. The salsa and rumba, and they, they could do everything. Uh, but the sound I want folks to hear happened earlier that day when we dropped in on a rehearsal with singer band leader Yulu Mabiala. 
and his musicians. Now, Yulu had been a member of Franco's TPOK Jazz in Kinshasa, uh, but by this time he was leading his own band in Brazzaville. And you have to understand that back then, the music of the two Congos absolutely ruled in Africa. And we got a deep lesson that day. Mabiala and his band in Congo Brazzaville. One thing we learned right from the start is that the Congolese sound has very important roots in Cuba, a lot of history to unpack there. And Afropop has gone deep into it over the years. Early on in the program's 30-year history, our intrepid producer, Ned Sablet, created a 20-part series called The Cuban Connection. Back in 1990, Ned caught the flavor of Carnival in Santiago de Cuba. The reality of Cuba in 1990 is complex. Times are hard, and goods are scarce. But hard times have never kept the Cubans from music and dancing. Hello, I'm Georges Collinet. Welcome to Afropop Worldwide. A visit to Cuba during Carnaval. It's dark now. The street lights are burning, but they're dim. 
We're up on a hill in the Barrio de los Hoyos, a neighborhood in the city of Santiago de Cuba. A midsummer tropical rainstorm has tapered off, and the evening's congas, or carnival dances, are getting underway a little late. Valentin is playing the corneta china, or Chinese cornet, though it's not really a cornet, more like a double-reeded clarinet with the metal bell. In a red suit with a sparkling gold hat, Valentin looks a little like Sunra. Valentin is way in front of us, leading the group almost like a drum major. Now we're back among the drums, about 15 of them, all different sizes, and three campanas, or bells, big iron discs. Here's a song by a group that performed at Carnival this year, Son 14, the most popular group in Santiago. This song, a wawanko, tells about the time the legendary percussionist Chano Pozo sang with the rumberos of the Barrio de los Hoyos in Santiago. Que 
hemos querido hacer un digno homenaje al que fuera el rey de la rumba, el rey de la tumbadora, el inmortal Chano Pozo, el diablo. Chano Pozo fue el rey de la rumba. from Santiago de Cuba, circa 1990. Shiji here with Sean Balo celebrating Afropop Worldwide's 30th anniversary. So Sean, tell me, Afropop made some amazing live recordings in the 1990s. You want to pick one of your favorites? How about Sudan's great band leader, Abdel Aziz El Mubarak, playing for a room full of really joyous Sudanese expats at the Purcell Room in London in 1991. El Mubarak's song was based on Arab wedding music, but it also brought influences from American and Caribbean sounds. In the 80s and 90s, this band was in high demand at Sudanese weddings and parties all over the world.
That's Abdulaziz El Mubarak from Sudan performing Ahla Jara, or Sweet Neighbor. The lyrics go, what a sweet neighbor you are. You perfumed the whole atmosphere when you passed by. Please say hello with just a blink or just a gesture from your finger. Georges Collinet with you. Coming up, flamenco from Spain, Still pan music from Trinidad, Caseco from Suriname, and Cab Driver's Choice. For more on the music in this program, and on our 30th anniversary gala in New York, coming up on May the 3rd, visit afropop.org. I'm Shijawinka, in for Georges Colonnais. And I'm Sean Barlow. And you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI Public Radio International. In 1990, we changed the name of our program from Afropop to Afropop Worldwide. And ever since then, we've been exploring the African connections found in so many of the world's great music styles. Sometimes they're surprising. Take flamenco, for instance. Later this year, we'll be presenting a provocative program about the African roots of flamenco. To get you in the mood, here's an amazing performance by flamenco guitarist Gerardo Nunez and Augustin Cabonel on vocal. We recorded this at Town Hall in New York City in 1992.
now for something completely different. So Sean, tell me, cab driver's choice, what's going on here? Well, you know, I think that uh, cab drivers are really great musical guides. I always hear songs I never heard before. And you get into a cab um, in New York or D.C., and it's like Nigerians and Ethiopians and Ghanaians and others, of course. But anyways, uh, they're always um, pleased when someone knows anything about their country, their culture. Beautiful. And uh, so I always ask them about, oh, well, I know Fela, and I know, <laughs> you know, King Sunny Ade, but who else is happening in Nigeria these days? Right. So uh, we had the idea to send some producers down to uh, JFK and to National Airport in D.C. and just... Uh, dope, dope. Just, Great uh, idea. Just talk. Just find out what they're listening to. And you know what? That could be a 32-part series. Easily. <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Ghana, West Africa. My name is Asu. I like uh, country music. My favorite one is, uh, oh, my exes live in Texas. <laughs> Texas is the place I love to go. <laughs> yeah, and, uh... Josh here at Washington, D.C.'s National Airport. My name is Koroma from Sierra Leone. Fodepi Koroma from Sierra Leone is something of a philosopher activist. What music does he listen to? Any kind of music ranging from Beethoven and Bach to jazz and blues and music from the Caribbean, Brazil and um, China and Japan and the Michael Jackson's and the Elvis Presley's rock and roll, music from Zaire and Africa as a whole. Anything, anything good in terms of music I like. Koroma described himself as liberal-minded. We got to talking about education. I'll tell you, the American system of education really needs to be revamped. The country needs to encourage Americans to really go out and be exposed to the outside world. Americans who have really gone out, they are quite different from those who were born and raised in this system and, and have never left the shores of this country. He gave us a copy of a paper he presented to the board of directors of the National Airport Authority, criticizing proposed new rules affecting cab drivers. He called the rules, quote, a grand design to create another slave plantation. I don't have time to go over it point by point, but it's interesting. He asks, who really cares about the positive roles cab drivers play in the socio-economic development of the Washington metropolitan area? And he closes his document by quoting Alexander Pope. True it is nature, to advantage dressed. What oft was thought, but ne'er so well expressed. Something whose truth convinced that sight we find that gives us back the image of our mind. When we asked Roma about musicians he admired, one name in particular came up. Music! Music, music, music helps to bring uh, 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 political freedom for countries. But Mali used to think about freedom for South Africa, for Zimbabwe, for Namibia. These countries are now free. Bob Mali. And the more African cabbies we asked, the more three names came up over and over overwhelmingly. Most of these guys have been here 6, 10, 15, 20 years. And the same way Americans might request Fleetwood Mac or the Eagles, the artists our African drivers want to hear go back to the 70s. I like um, Sonny Ade. Sonny Ade, Fela. Usually I listen to uh, Sonny Ade, I listen to Fela Kuti, Bob Marley. I like Bob Marley, really. I like 
fella. Kingsonia de. From Mali. Fella. This guy is a very phenomenon. His uh, music is very, very good. Um, but his personality, somehow I don't like it. <laughs> so here they are. Bob Marley, Fela and Nicola Pocuti, and King Sanyare on Cab Driver's Choice. Go and die. 
jara joro zombi wena wawe joro jara joro zombi wena wawe joro jara joro zombi wena wawe joro jara joro Sonia Day, Fela Kuti, Cab Driver's Choice, circa 1993. You know, we really need to do this again, and I wonder what names we'd hear today. Wizkid, Sakodi, Yemi Alade. Maybe I have a bias as a Nigerian, I but... I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> but truth be told, I bet they'll still name drop Fela. You bet. <laughs> So it's almost carnival time, and as we speak, our producer Sebastian Booknight is in Trinidad to take a deep dive into Carnival 2018 for an upcoming Afropop program. Tough assignment. (laughs) 
But we're turning back the clock here today with the recording Sean made of a steel pan band in Port-au-Prince, Trinidad, in 1990. And after that, we'll hear The Hammer, the signature track from Mr. David Rudder. Okay, we'll go up the hill. We'll go up the hill. Here we go. Oh, love until here we come. Let's walk, children. Love until here we come. We're singing praises to your son. Oh, Labantil, here we come. Walk faster now. Labantil, here we come. Labantil, here we come. We're singing praises to your son. Oh, oh, Labantil. We come faster, faster, love until here we come, love until here we come. We're singing praises to your son, oh, love until here we come faster, faster, love until here we come, love until here we come. Here we come, here we come, here we come, here we come. Hey! I want everybody to call them all, alright? Let me everybody!
David Rudder from Trinidad, recorded by Afropop Worldwide, live in, well, Manhattan, of course, why not? You could be in Brooklyn too, as a matter of fact, for either Pan Music or Rudder, as he performs often for the large Trini community. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International, affiliate stations around the US. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from post-Mambo Cuban Music Seminars with Ned Sublet. 100% legal travel to Cuba. Next trips take place March the 9th and July the 1st, 2018. Post Mambo. That's P-O-S-T-M-A-M-B-O at gmail.com. Okay, across the water from Trinidad on the northeast coast of South America is the nation of Suriname. This is a very musical country that gets very little attention beyond its borders. And here's Georges to explain. Like a lot of other Caribbean cities, Suriname's capital, Paramaribo, has been swelling with migrants from rural areas, and there's a thriving street culture here. Nowadays, young Maroons rule the dance halls of Paramaribo. Suriname's Maroons are the proud descendants of escaped slaves who fought their Dutch masters and won their freedom in the 1760s, more than a century before slavery was abolished. Since moving to the city from their villages in the rainforest, the Maroons have taken the sound of Kaseko, the most popular urban dance music, and made it their own. Each band has its own sound, but the Excos boast that they've got the hardest sound. Their fans agree. Yeah. 
1990s Kaseko music from Suriname. Tell me, you think we should go back and check out 21st century Kaseko? Let us know, or just tell us what's on your mind. Drop us a line at info at afropop.org. Visit afropop.org for more on our 30th anniversary. We're throwing a big party to celebrate on May 3rd in New York with Aurelio Martinez and Makumba. Hope you can make it and be sure to sign up for our weekly Afropop e-newsletter by emailing us at info at afropop.org. You get our latest album reviews, interviews, photos, and much more. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at afropopww. Before we go, a note about our beloved host, Georges Colinet. Georges is recovering from a recent surgery and away from the microphone for the time being. For updates on his recovery, you can visit his Facebook page. He'd love to hear from you. Meanwhile, you'll be hearing lots more from Georges as we continue to revisit gems from our 30 years on public radio. So join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Shambalo produces our program for world music productions. Research and production for this program by Sean and Bannon Air. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Bannon Air and CC Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Akonefa Achea. And I'm Shijia Woyinka.